Podcast for the working cowboy. Um, yeah. So it, fuck, it's just dry everywhere. From what I, from what I understand, it is dry. Um, it's hot. Yeah, just be good. Be good year to be a wild man firefighter. I reckon. Yeah, I guess it's uh, it's good. Uh, good job security for uh, oh. for you know. Yeah, if you're if you're into to that type of shit, so um, but yeah, there, there's always there there's always a silver lining. Um, just not all that sil- much silver for some people, just more more for others, you know. But isn't that how it always goes? Uh, that it is. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, I, I think uh, it's uh, I think this is going to be one of those once in a generation type uh. Um, moments like uh, shit seems like it's really about to fall apart, and I'm not sure how it's how it's gonna go, but it just seems like shit's about to fall apart. It 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 does everywhere you look. From we ain't got no water to you look at the price of diesel fuel to mm-hmm. price of groceries to yeah yeah that that water thing is gonna become a big issue uh, it, quicker it than is. most people think, um, but. I don't know. At the same time, you you think like there there's just so much shit, and you can't you can't worry about all of it. So like, yeah, I don't know. You worry about what you can, and I guess kind of pay attention to the rest. But that's about all yep. you can do. Yep, I, I I make sure my horses are shod and cows are fat and happy, and yeah. Other than that, that's about all I got time to worry about. Yeah, like if I uh if it comes to the day when I'm not bitching at my kids to eat, um <laughs> that's how when I know it's going to it's it's rough because yep. uh, that that's cuz there's no food left. I don't have to bitch at him anymore because we don't have anything. Yeah. <laughs> so, I guess if I, I got to bitch at him to finish their damn supper, that's that's still a that's still a decent decent enough economy, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, it's uh it's weird. I uh I keep wondering where all this, where all this is going to head because, yeah, I don't know. It just, it, it really feels like like shit's about to to pop off, and I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I'm not sure exactly how it's going to, but something big is about to happen, and I think it's more more than anything is going to be an economic deal, and it's gonna, yeah, is gonna suck. I wonder, I wonder if they're gonna start setting up. Um, uh, border walls like on the the western border of Texas to keep Californians out. <laughs> they they probably need to. I mean, I wish Utah would do it. Honestly, well, they, you know, California used to do it back in the '30s for the Okies. They'd set up yep. uh, uh, like uh, pickets and border guards there at the the highway crossings and turn back Okies because there was there was no work to be had, and um, <laughs> so. And with uh, with a bunch of it used to be with a bunch of poor people came uh, 
came a bunch of unions, but now it's a bunch of rich yuppies comes the unions. Yeah. Yeah. And they're they're buying up all the good cow country and putting subdivisions and golf courses and shit in it. I know. And then they, they bitch at uh bitch at people for, for uh feeding cattle in a feedlot and like, well we we gotta we gotta be more efficient because there's not enough land uh to, to grow grass fed beef anymore. You, yep. you took it all. Yeah. Yeah, you you've got a golf course and a swimming pool there where we used to feed cattle, so right, and that golf course is always green, um, even it, though we're in a water shortage and Yeah, uh, yeah. It funny how that works. Golf course is always green, nobody else can get any water, but Yeah. I, I've never outside of like a few uh little bitty uh like municipal golf courses through southeast Colorado, I've never seen a a you know, a dry brown golf course you know yep outside of the you know where it's supposed to be you know like in some of those arizona (laughs) courses where they they have the desert on the just the edge of the the rough you know like but outside of that like you don't you still have a manicured golf course right next to it and oh yeah it's um but you know and i I don't hate I, i like to play golf but i uh I just, it's funny how agriculture gets, uh, gets the blame for a lot of the water usage. And, uh, you're just like, yeah. you realize how much you fuckers use in the city. Yeah. It's, it's wild. <clears throat> yeah. And, um, my, like my dad was, uh, was very strict about not washing vehicles because, uh, he didn't want to waste water. Yeah. And, um, and then like, I, I think there was a legit, um, uh, cause behind it but then it more more than anything just became because that's that's what he that's what, like, what he said so fuck you like we're we're not washing vehicles around here damn it and uh <laughs> and, and my my mom would go rogue on him and she'd make us kids wash the, the suburban down and he'd uh he'd bitch about how she was wasting water and uh so yeah it's it's always been a been a issue for around my house but uh like more and more I look at it and I know some of his stuff is kind of crazy, but I was like, man, he's, he's right. They're going to just suck the, you know, and it's, it's nobody's fault in particular. They're just trying to, it's the system that it is like you, you gotta, you're raising a commodity crop. So like yeah. the only, only way to get a good price. Well, I mean, the price is what is what the price is, yeah. you, you, whether you hedge it or whatever, but more than anything, you like, you just need more of it. Like yeah. that that's how you just have got to have more of that commodity. Like there's no distinguishing your product really. Yeah. And, um, and the, the way you get more is you, you irrigate it and you just pump yeah. more water on it. And so like, and, and it's all subsidized. So like, there's no incentive for them to not do it. So they just, yeah. they pump water, pump water until that, that well runs dry and then they'll find another well. Yeah. Drill a little bit deeper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, so how how's the how is the water situation out your way? I'm sure you're uh you're you're more live water uh and, and runoff and, and uh and like canal yep. irrigation out there. So um little different set of laws and, and whatnot, but uh it's kind of the it's it's still kind of the same same kind of setup. So so what's uh what's the situation out that way? It's, I, it's, it's honestly, it's looking better than it was a year ago, but it's still not great. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we're probably running at 80% of average 
Oh, that's pretty uh, good. Which is which is pretty good, but there's no snowpack holding them. So usually, you know, you'd be running eighty to a hundred percent average, and there'd be snowpack still on the mountains. But you look at the mountains, and there's nothing up there. So once this goes, it's gone. There, there's no reserve. Yeah, this will be this will be gone in three weeks. Yeah, I think we we were running at like thirty percent, something like that. And and yeah, the only snowpack we got is just like those little bitty pockets here and there. Yep. That's all we got left. And yep. uh, yeah, there hadn't it hadn't rained. Um, it's uh, yeah, it, but you know, in in the feedlot, I don't mind it. You know, like yeah. the the dust gets a little bit finer when it you know. So I I like the I like a little shower here and there to yep. knock down the dust. But I don't need a whole lot of moisture. But I understand. I like so I don't bitch about the moisture too awful much. But like I said, oh, yeah. I, I will bitch because as a cowboy, you are obligated to. Oh, and, uh, exactly. I mean, if, you, if a good cowboy is a good bitcher. Yeah, yeah. You you when there's. Too much rain, you bitch. When there's too mm-hmm. little rain, you bitch. Mm-hmm. When you know, but you always <laughs> bitch in an optimistic manner. Like you yep. don't, you don't go farmer and and go Debbie Downer because like oh, it's never gonna rain again. Yeah, and uh, you can bitch, bitch and bitch and bitch about how fucking dry it is. But it's always like ah, well, it's gonna rain one of these days. And yep. uh, you leave it on a light note that that yep. is that is the farmer or that is like the rancher cowboy mentality versus the farmer mentality. Yep. And uh but yeah, we we're going to bitch. It's required requirement oh, yeah. um for for cowboy and, and uh Yeah, so but I don't mind I don't mind the dry weather and you know and it doesn't hasn't got hot, but if we if it did get hot here, it'd be a dry heat. And yeah. um and I like it and uh and, and like I said, I'd rather I'd rather not be slopping through muddy corrals in uh and a you know ninety to hundred degree heat, so I'll take I'll take the I'll take the dry. Um, oh yeah, I'm, I'll I'll pray for rain somewhere else, so, yeah. somewhere else that needs it because I, I don't <laughs> I don't particularly need it. We we uh, but um, you know it's uh it's just fucking dry everywhere, and then it, and Montana just got butt fucked with a with a flood and uh, yeah, like my. It's just one of those things like Mother Nature is just a dirty, rotten cunt at times, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> she, yeah. You, you love her, but there's times... Uh, she she is... Amber Heard is like uh, like the, the, the picture of um, Mother Nature. Mother Nature, yes. She is yes. so hot, but she is so psycho crazy at the same yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. Like, she, she'll give you the best sex of your life and then shit right on your pillow. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. And it's, I don't know, that that's funny. It just, uh, it cracks me up the hubris that people, when they talk about this climate change stuff. And I, like, like I said, I, I, I've said it on here before, I, I'm I'm a believer in uh like we we can't change the weather but we can damn sure make it worse. Oh yeah. Like uh so there there's there's some stuff that is uh 100% like man-made uh yep. phenomenon but like that that dust bowl drought was going to happen. Oh yeah. But it wouldn't have been that bad if they hadn't plowed up 
you know, 30 million acres of, of grass. Yep. <laughs> so it, it's, yeah. Uh, it, yeah. it's one of those things like we, we can't change the weather, but we can, we can damn sure make the conditions, you know, day-to-day conditions a lot worse. And yep. that, that's what I'm, I fear with this, uh, with this, uh, water situation. Like there's, there's people with uh, grasslands in southeast Colorado that are uh, getting blown in with dust, uh, and people are are like plowing up CRP that's been been in CRP since you know they started doing those reforms back in the you know late 30s and the 40s. Yeah. Um, and uh, because the the CRP payments went down, and it's just like. Oh. Oh God! When you just you, when you're on the government, t- you're on you're on it one way or the oh, other for for always. Oh, yeah. You know, like they they just they got it there always, and so yeah. now people are plowing up uh, CRP, and it's and it's droughty as fuck, and now it's the the dirt's blowing, and and they're they're taking the the county, they're they're taking the maintainers down the road, and uh and cleaning out uh fence lines and uh, high line poles and just yep. dirt piled up and uh, it's like it's going right back to where we were and it's like god do we not fucking learn ever yep <laughs> yep well i'm going back to being on the government subsidy stuff I know, I know some guys back home that man they you know for for as long as i can remember they cuss the elk in the winter time the elk come down mm. under the, the winter range and you know they get in their haystacks and god they cuss the elk and cuss the elk but they get a nice subsidy t- check so if a guy wants to go shoot an elk they're not going to let him in there mm. well, now that the state has changed it to where you want that check for the damage the elk are causing you got to let a couple hunters in and oh man are they upset about that Oh, I bet. I bet. Well, here's your chance to fix the problem rather than bitch about it. But instead of that, you're going to bitch about how the government's screwing you now. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, I, I don't know. It's the the, the problem with ranchers and uh, well, I, I kind of just anybody that lives in rural America, like they got a good head on their shoulders. Yep. Until it's time, it gets like time to organize and do shit, and everybody's too goddamn stubborn to get yeah. along with everybody else, and nothing, <laughs> nothing gets done. It's like uh, it's like when we tried to do the the truck convoy here in America, and it was just like, wait, what? What the fuck are we doing? What? What's yep. the message? <laughs> and so, like, you'd see videos of of some trucks, and you're just like. But so where are they at? You know, because like Canada, they they had like it was almost like the Santa Norad tracker. They just had like the what's what's the chick that they put in jail? Uh, Tamara Licht. They had like the Tamara Licht tracker. You know, just going from Vancouver all the way over to to wherever. You know, Katie uh, was it Ottawa? (laughs) I think Ottawa. Yep. Yeah. But like they had, you know, you could follow it on social media, and like they. You know, everybody is posting videos from uh, from an overpass or whatever, and just seeing this convoy. And you'd see a few, like there'd be a few videos that go viral here in the U.S. But yeah. They were all the same video. Yeah. And, and so you're like, and then like when they finally got to D.C., nobody like they the the regular D.C. people were just like mildly annoyed by the traffic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they didn't do anything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I, I guess that's when when you uh, when you get duped into storming the Capitol, um, you, you get a little bit leery about uh, going near Washington D.C. again after that <laughs> after yeah. that whole deal. Like that's that that's uh, 
it was such a dumb move to, to to go into the Capitol that day. Like they lost, like that movement lost so much credibility in in oh. like normal, like regular, kind of middle of the road city people are just like, oh, that fucking guy. <laughs> like yep. you know, like it just yep. and uh, and so by the time like the trucker convoy rolled around, like it. It had no no momentum because nobody really wanted to go into D.C. because nobody wanted to get thrown in jail for the no. next 50 years. No, and, and nobody was wearing a Viking hat, horn yeah. hat, so. No, um, yeah, that poor guy, his uh, his big crime was being uh, not right in the head. And now he's, yeah. in, he's in prison for quite some time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the guy that says uh, let, we're going to storm the Capitol, he, he gets he he's scot free and they talked to him and he said, I am not an FBI uh, agent. And they said, good enough for us. Yeah. <laughs> That, okay, we we'll believe it. Yeah, yep. everybody else they put in solitary confinement, but Ray Epps, they're like, sounds good, buddy. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, but hey, you know they, our government would never do anything oh, uh, no. sinister, and and uh, and you know, <laughs> what would you call unholy? Um, you know, dishonest. They wouldn't do anything like that. Um, no, 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 <laughs> no. Uh, they, they, they never feed the president stuff to talk about over a teleprompter because he can't form a coherent thought. See, see, this is the biggest problem with this. Uh, the January 6th commission is it, it's bad television. Like it's it, really not, it, it's just a kangaroo court and it's very obviously a kangaroo court. Yep. And, uh, and the problem with is like, I want to know everything. Like Trump was doing some shady shit on that day. But we haven't heard anything about what Pelosi and the rest of them are like. I want to know, like, if we're going to have a real January 6th commission, like, I want to hear from all of the Capitol Hill police. I want to hear from who all made the security decisions on the, you know, like, I, but I, and I want like good people from the Republican side to be able to cross examine and, and call their own witnesses and, and then televise all that because yeah. then it'll show just what a shit show all of it was. And and, yep. and then maybe people will realize like, oh, these these are moron morons that we're dealing with. <laughs> like yeah. these, these guys are all fucking stupid. Yeah. From the president all the way on down. They're all fucking clowns. <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> but no, we, we get the Democrat version and uh eh. It's still pretty entertaining, like the Trump's throwing ketchup dishes up against the wall and and trying to <laughs> trying to choke out uh, Secret Service guys. I mean, it, it's it's a really it's really a fascinating uh, piece of writing that they're doing. But uh, oh yeah, and uh, and it's like from like secondhand. Uh, it, they're essentially hearsay. Like in, a, in yeah. an actual court of law, would not be allowed. Yeah, um, but. Yeah, it's it's funny. It just it's really funny, and I and I wish, I wish there was some some good or even not even some good people like put put some crazies like some people that are just as crazy as uh, you know if you're if you're gonna put these uh, you know Jamie Raskin and uh, and Liz Cheney and, and and all these other people like let's put Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Boebert on there too like let's <laughs> let's like really amp up the crazy. And yeah. plus, those two are are both kind of sexy, and I mean, like Lauren Boebert's real sexy, um, but but Marjorie Taylor Greene for an older gal, she's 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 kind of hot too, yeah. And um, 
and so let's like let's make a let's make it real fucking entertaining. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I I would enjoy the shit out of that. Well, like regardless of what they find out, like I want to see it all. Like I will eat so much popcorn watching that. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah yeah. Bud Bud Light is gonna they're they're gonna increase their profit margins on this. Oh man, and um, yeah, because they're all just gonna make these big uh like grandiose speeches uh, shitting on the other side. And it has nothing to do with the topic at hand. Yep. It's just, it's just another campaign speech. And then, oh, uh, yeah. and then, you know, they'll, they'll have five minutes to, to, uh, for questioning and they'll use four minutes and 32 seconds with this speech. And then, uh, then like have to fight for more time. And uh, I mean, it's yep. just how, how it always goes, but oh yeah, like, let's make it real entertaining. And, and like, you know, if they call like like call Trump up, like call Pence, call Pelosi, all of them. Like and yep. make sure, like make sure Pelosi's wearing low cut. Did you see that 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 picture of her that was floating around? I didn't. Oh, Nancy Pelosi has got some absolute cannons, dude. Oh, no. really? Yeah. Um, uh, tell a story real quick, and I'll find it, and we'll I'll pull it up. All right. Well, let's see. Um. So about the middle of, well, mid-February, I had an old cow-calf um, this year. And it was just one of those nights when it was kind of slow, kind of boring, you know, 2 o'clock in the morning. And so I decided I'm going to go tag and ban this calf. And well, she puts her head down and kind of, you know, gives me the old, whoa, uh, comes at me. And I think, ah, yeah, I'm I'm cowboy enough. I can. I can outrun her. So I grabbed the calf. The next thing I know, and, and, and the whole time I'm taking a video of it because I want to put it on my Instagram and look mm-hmm. really cool. And the next thing I know, Doing it for the I'm gram. upside down watching Utter swing underneath me going, where's my phone? Where's my light? <laughs> Holy shit, that hurt. <laughs> so just oh. just when you think you're really good, you get humbled a little bit. Um, for uh, just for like I guess public service announcement. Um, if you do a Google search, Nancy Pelosi's tits with, uh, the safe search off, um, there's some shocking, uh, content right away. Um, <laughs> appears to be Photoshop, but there, um, son of a bitch. All right. All right. All right. So what, so then what happened? Um, well then, so then next morning, you know, we posted on Instagram, I get a call from uh, from Scott Hall, my brother-in-law. Mm-hmm. And he says, "You know, I thought you were handy enough to know better than than to do anything like that." And I was like, "Well, you know, it's late. I'm bored." <laughs> but yeah, you you knew she was going to do that when she first bellered at you. I was like, "Well, yeah, I I knew exactly what she's going to do. I just thought I was a little bit faster in my pack boots than what I really was." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I I I think I got it pulled up here, maybe. Um, yeah, Aaron Aaron sent this to me. Uh, <laughs> and um, yeah, it's like say what you will uh about old old Nancy uh, but 
She uh, she has aged well in in the old memory category. <laughs> See, I I think they could make this whole January sixth committee hearing a little bit more interesting if they just do feet pics of AOC. Oh man, yeah, I, somebody would pay for it. I guarantee. Yeah, I guarantee it. Guaranteed. Uh, I'm getting this zoomed in so we can. Uh, I think if these are her daughters, they're gross. <laughs> like Nancy should be ashamed of her daughters, but uh, not not of those not of those tig old biddies though. Man, I'm telling you, like it's 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 pretty impressive. <laughs> and, and like, keep in mind, she's eighty something. Oh wow! Yeah, like not, not what not, you'd expect. You're like not bad, Nancy. Like you, yeah. you, you might be a kind of a vile lizard person, but yep. You know, I bet on her way up the ladder, she fucked like a demon. I just about <laughs> guarantee it. <laughs> I mean, when, when you're packing cannons like that, you, there's no way she's not gonna fuck. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I bet I bet Nancy got down. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's oh. only one way up sometimes, Matt. Oh, there's only one way up. Well, that's how that's kind of how they do it over in California. Kamala did the the same thing. I wonder does Kamala got huge tits? Because AOC's got huge tits. We know now we we know Nancy's got huge tits. I um, I, is, I don't know. This, I I can't get past the word salad and that cackle laugh to pay attention. Well, see if enough. if we do find a good video, we'll put it on mute so we don't have to hear it. That that's good thinking. Uh, <laughs> this will either this will get me put on a list. I just don't know if it's a good list or a bad list. <laughs> Kamala Harris boobs. <laughs> Your wife's gonna go through your computer and go, what the hell do you do out there? Oh, she's seen worse. She's <laughs> she's seen worse. Um I'm not seeing any uh any revealing Kamala pics. There's uh there's a bad Photoshop of some chick with with some some big cannons, but that, that's that's a pretty pretty bad Photoshop. Um, <laughs> hmm. See, me and me and Aaron were kicking around this idea the other day um, uh, for for a new segment for Fence Post Politics, and uh, because I, like frankly, I'm I'm kind of proud of Nancy Pelosi's tits. Like it gives me pride as an American that even though she is an evil scumbag. At least, at least she's uh, rep, repping repping the United States of America well with, uh, with with big old grandma titties. Yeah, yeah. You know, thirty years ago, she was probably hotter than a two dollar pistol. Yeah. So I mean, like, it, it's at least one thing to say. You know, like we we can rip all these politicians all all we want, but like we can look at at Germany or. Uh, like we could look over at at the, at England and be like, you had fucking Boris Johnson. Like nobody liked Boris Johnson either. Nobody likes Nancy Pelosi, but at least you know she's got big tits. Okay. Yeah. So fuck off. You got bad <laughs> teeth, bad teeth and bad hair, and not not. I'm probably big tits too, but like, come on, Nancy's are obviously better. 
Right. So America well, wins again. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that, that's a lot of mental gymnastics I went through right there. But hey, it, it, it works. Mm. I'm not finding anything on, on Kamala's titties, so um I'm I'm guessing they must be um nothing nothing to write home about. Probably, yeah, probably not. Yeah, um, yeah, so that, that'll be a, a segment. Um, I'll have to, I remember, I can't remember exactly the details, but we're, we got a good segment coming up and it has to deal with, uh, with dicks and tits. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, I would expect nothing less. <laughs> that's, see, like, that's, I, I, I like setting the bar low. That, that way, like, you, you know what you're getting. And then if yep. I do say something smart, you're like, hey, that's a little bonus there. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that, but good for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what's new in your world? It's been a while since we talked. It, it has. Well, so I'm, I'm, <laughs> Kind of helping run a ranch here in southern Idaho. It's a the lazy rockin' ass. Mm-hmm. And that's, I, I don't get to get in the saddle every day, but it's pretty well once a week. And I'll okay. take it. And, you know, it's a steady job, good job, good pay, good benefits. Yeah. Can't complain too much about the hours. And I get to be a cowboy every once in a while, so. There you go. You got your own horses. They got company horses, or how's no, that? No, I'm riding company horses, and I'm trying to get a few outside horses picked up, but I haven't been able to yet, for the most part. Yeah. Well, how, yeah. How, how's your string? Um, they're young and they don't know much. Ah, uh, but they're learning. There, those are the ones. Uh, like. The, the real nasty ones don't really make you all that mad. You just like, cause you know what's coming. It's the, it's the ones yep. that don't know anything that make you mad because they don't know anything and you're trying to tell them and it's not, it's not clicking. And so you're, yep. you either get mad or like, you'll try a different couple different ways, but eventually you just get mad and you try to force yep. it. And then it's not, it's not good on anybody, but that's, yep. and, and those horses usually ain't doing anything wrong. They just don't know. Anything. No, they just don't know. It, the ones that really make me mad are the the ones that are old and broke and know better, and they do it anyway. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones that really get me. Just out of spite, too. Yep. You, you know, yep. you can feel it. It's like they just want to be a dick. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. I, I know what you mean. They'll, uh, <laughs> it's like in the feedlot, they'll just shortchange you enough to just ram your kneecap right into a post. Yep. And you're like, if you would have just moved your ass in like I was asking you to and I was yeah. asking nicely you know I just I'd, I'd touch you in the belly with my spur to, to, to kick that ass end over and then they just don't and they just turn and uh, and then yeah just yeah. ram your knee into a post or you know like hang the gate rod in, in your in your cinch and, and you're just like you know better than that that yeah. Yeah, and and this hurts and you know it hurts them too like especially oh. like when they when they catch that gate rod you know oh yeah they, that they feel that shit they feel it more than i do that's it's the post the one that make that piss me off but yeah but you you get a hung up in a gate rod and and even a bro course will sometimes get stupid on that that occasion so oh yeah so it just but you're at the same time you're just like you you cause that you you know better than that you son of a bitch yep. 
Yep, I had a I had a couple pack horses in my string with the Forest Service that were like that. Yeah, they knew better, and they do fine nine times out of ten. But every once in a while, they'd have to you know swing a switch back wide or something, and then they'd hang a pack up in a tree or bounce off a tree and start about half a wreck. And yeah, it's like, you know better than that. And and you, I guarantee. You know, you got 75, 80 pounds in a set of box panniers and they bounce that off a of Ponderosa or a lodge pole. And they beat them in a rib cage. It hurts. Oh, yeah. But they're just doing it to be ignorant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Just out of spite. Be petty. Yep. Horses are, yep. are some of the pettiest animal. Like, they're not as petty as a cat. Cat's the probably the mo- no. most petty animal of all time. But a horse has got to be top five, I think. Oh, yeah. Um. Yeah, especially mares. Mare, mares are real petty. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, yes. My my good paint mare. She, you know, she's a real good horse, but she had an aversion when I first got her to crossing ditches and creeks. Mm-hmm. And you know that second or third ride I put on her, we were an hour crossing a ditch. No. Yeah. And you know. It, my brother's yelling at me like, "We got the cows gathered. Just come on!" And I'm like, "No, we're we're crossing this ditch." Mm-hmm. And well, when she finally crossed it, she she gave a big jump, and I was I was just happy at that time that she crossed the crossed the ditch. Well, fast forward two years, and she never had got over the habit of jumping <laughs> every ditch or everything, and so I was helping to helping a neighbor gather some yearlings out of a lease pasture and they kind of missed the gate and broke hard. And so I kicked up into a lope trying to get ahead of them, cut them off and screaming across this pasture. And all of a sudden there's a, a ditch and you know, it's six inches wide and 10 inches deep. There's mm-hmm. no water in it and she can step over it just fine. But no, she gets right up to it, sucks back, drops down to the ground. My stirrups bounce off the ground and she launches about blows me half out of the saddle and I land on her neck in front of the saddle <laughs> horn and then come back up over and underneath. And she just, yep, she jumped. I mean, didn't really miss the stride. We still got in front of him, got everything headed, but she just got a jump. And she's <laughs> like that to this day. Well, oh, I, uh, that, that gave me, um, kind of a, like a PTSD flashback to uh, my, my Mustang mare. So there's this, uh, it's pin 32. Uh, the, the back gates at pin 31 and 32 is the low spot in that alley. And it's kind of about the low, or it's it's the most water collecting spot on the yard outside of the, you know, the places that are supposed to collect water. Yep. And, um, and so it gets real deep, sticky, thick. And uh, and then and it always happens in the winter because you know what's the best time to have a water leak? You know, right when it's just butt ass yep. fucking cold. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, so water water line would break or something, and then water would run all fucking night. Pool up down there, and then those two two gates were were just shitty. And this this Mustang, like uh, I I'd got her going, and she she was coming around all right. Uh, but like she's like. A typical Mustang, just stubborn as shit. Yep. Nothing like real mean about her, but just like when she didn't want to do something, like she'd get, she'd just kind of saw up and then she'd get kind of nasty. She'd start yep. biting and shit. And, um, 
but like there was never any like uh like she wasn't trying to hurt you she was just like fuck off i'm done i'm done yeah. and, and uh so we, we're up at the edge of this uh this little deal and i'm trying to get her just follow where the cattle have already gone and broke the ice and and it wasn't wasn't real thick ice but it was thick enough to where like i don't know if i want to walk right across the middle of that yeah i, I just as soon walk right right along the edge where it's already broke yeah and uh but you know, after about 30 minutes of, of, uh, spurring and whooping and, uh, and everything, you know, finally got another horse up behind her and, and just, just, uh, kind of pushed her and she just bailed off right in the middle of it. And I'm just like, Oh, <laughs> you know, I kicked my, <laughs> kicked my feet out of the stirrups just, uh, just in case she went in. Cause I'm like, Oh fuck. Yeah. yeah. I, I can just see her landing and all four legs just going. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, Oh, <laughs> and then we fall through and, and uh, but luckily we fell through and it was real boggy down at the bottom. So there was about a, how like eight, 10 inches of, of water underneath the ice. There's, you know, just a, maybe a half inch of ice yeah. uh, across, you know, right in the middle on the edges was pretty thick, but uh, you know, like when, when you, you know, you know how it goes like, Oh yeah. Right, right there on the edge real thick. And then in the middle is, it's about a half inch and then she landed, but then it just bogged her down. And, uh, and luckily she had to, to go ahead and walk out of it because, yeah. because it was, well, it was too far enough for her to like, she could have two jumped it if she would have got her feet, but she got so bogged down that yeah. she only jumped a, a little bit. And by that point, like I'd gotten her kind of had her checked up and, and she, and then she had to walk out of it. And then we went right back through it a couple different times and, yeah. and she still don't like it, but she'll go and she doesn't jump. But, yeah. uh, but that, that, if it hadn't been for that ice and that bog at the bottom, she, she'd still be jumping. I'm almost sure of it. Oh Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I've yeah. crossed her. Well, I've crossed the so north of where I grew up there, the, the Brown Duck River. It, it, it takes her three jumps to get across that. Oh, okay. And but she'll just she'll jump land, jump land, jump land, come out of it. And huh. Well, I never have got her to get over the habit, so you just you get used to riding it. Yeah, I, I guess it's where you 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 need like a, a good shallow creek and just ride her right right straight up upstream or yep. something like that. Until yep. she got tired, I don't know. But even then, you know, like eventually you run out of a good creek bed to you know to yeah. walk down. So, yep. Especially in your part of the world, you know, there's, you know, it just uh, when, when you're when you're out on the plains, you can get away with that a little bit better. But yeah, yeah, yeah you run out of like good crossable or, or you know, traveling <laughs> uh, stretch a creek bed pretty quick. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, how, how was the, how's the calf crop looking or how, how's, uh, how's shit looking, uh, getting bred back this year? So far it's looking pretty good. I, you guys having to coal hard or? No, we, we didn't. We, we came out of the winter pretty good. So we, we crossed all our, all our first calf heifers last year. We crossed back to a, they were AI'd back to a Wagyu bull. Mm-hmm. And we're going to do that again this year because I've, I'd never, never run with that Wagyu cross before. Yeah. But my God, coming out of a heifer, that, that's, that's the calf you want. Little bitty body, great big long legs. And those things just hit the ground, bounce right up and go to hunting a tit. Just, yeah. I mean, I, I was really impressed with that. So we're, we're AI and all our heifers back to that Wagyu again. And then, 
everything else seems to be going good. We cut out, oh, me and another guy cut out um, 85 pair and some bulls today and sent them up to the north end of, of the range and head everything else just to kind of get them up there, get them on some, we got some new water, water troughs put in. So we kind of sent these ahead of everything to start utilizing that feed because it's kind of dry and getting short down on the low country and now everything's looking good so far. So well, I guess we'll see, we'll see when we preg check in October. Yeah. There yeah. you go. Uh, good enough, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I was wondering, I know, I know there's some people calling pretty hard, you know, the, the heifer slaughter was way up. Cow slaughter has been, been up a bunch and yeah, we're, uh, you know, it's just one of those things like the, I don't know. It's uh, what, what are you gonna do when 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 there's no grass? You gotta, yep. You, you gotta cut cows and yeah. It it uh, it makes for a good uh, calf market uh, for a little bit. Yep. Until, until it rains again, and then yeah. Yeah. It's, and uh, we're pretty lucky where we're running. We're running probably seventy five percent private ground, and then in between um, lease ground, and then and then the ranch ground and then running a little bit on BLM and forest service. And, and that, um, the forest service range, it, it's looking pretty good. I haven't, haven't had a chance to ride out onto the BLM yet, but from what I hear, it's pretty good. That's up North of Soda Springs. And apparently they got some good snow this year and they've been getting some pretty good rain. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um well, that, that's, uh, uh and like once you once you're out of those like little meadows and stuff, like it's pretty deserty out there, right? Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. It, it's kind of a lot like Nevada, I, I would imagine. Um, yeah, we've got some. Last year we put in no oh, about a half dozen water troughs up in. Um, so we, we drilled two wells and ran them off solar. We put in about a half dozen water troughs up there in the in the Aspen on the north facing slopes. Because there wasn't, um, it gets good feed, but there wasn't no water to hold the cattle there. Oh, and so wow. we, we put those water troughs in, and this year it should hold them. So hopefully we can use a little bit, utilize a little bit more of that range, and, and things should be pretty good. And I think we're on on schedule to drill at least two more wells and put in another ten to fifteen troughs on those. So okay. Um, how how far down you got to drill for for those? Um, the ones we drilled last year, they hit they hit water at about forty feet. Okay, and they hit really good flowing water. I think it's flowing at like eighty gallon a minute at one hundred and fifty feet. Okay, that's not too bad then. You don't yeah. have to go too far. Yeah, uh, you don't have to go too far there. My uh, my brother in law was telling me. Um, they're they're in western Kansas there, or southwest Kansas, and so like just just over the line from where my dad's at, yeah. and uh, they got the same deal. And he said they're they're going down to four hundred feet, um, and and they're getting you know five hundred gallon a minute for a little bit, and then like a couple months later, it's back down to like a hundred. 120, 150, uh, gallon. And so like, it's the, cause from what he was telling me, like where they're at, the Ogallala's played out. Yeah. Uh, so they're going down, uh, to whatever the one, uh, below that. 
and there's water there, but it doesn't have the flow uh, yeah. that the that the Ogallala did. And uh, so yeah, like you get you'll get for a minute where it's like good, like big, heavy, uh, flowing well, five hundred gallon a minute, and uh, and then it like a couple months later, it's trickling down to you know to one twenty, which yeah, like you said, when you're dr- drilling hundred hundred fifty feet, that's that's good. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, when you, when you're, when you're punching all the way down 400 feet into that next aquifer and within yeah. a couple, you know, I mean, you're, you're dropping off that, that bad, that quick. I mean, it's like, yep. eventually that you're going to run out of water there. And then, yeah, like there, there's a big chunk of, uh, the, the country there that's just like not going to be habitable. Like, yep. it's just going to, it's going to be a, a literal desert. Uh, and, you know, yeah. it, it's, it's kind of a, a semi-desert now, but whew, I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. I, I, I wonder. I always, I, I just, all that shit kind of wonders uh, makes me wonder how how it's all gonna pan out. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. It, it's uh, like you guys. Uh, a lot of your water come from Colorado, or is uh, or is it? like uh headwaters there in utah oh uh, well a lot of it comes here in utah it, it all comes from the snowpack off the back home it came off the south slope of the uenas and then here mm-hmm. it's coming off the western slope of the wasatch okay and and then there in idaho it's coming off in those i i'm not sure what mountain range that is whatever's west of freedom wyoming Okay, is that, is that the bitter roots up there, or is that is that in Wyoming? I don't. I think the bitter roots are a little further north there in Wyoming. I, okay. I, I want to say this is the Gray's River range, but I could be wrong. See, I'm such a fucking flatlander. I'll throw out these mountain ranges like I know what I'm talking about, but like <laughs> shit, I I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I, I can tell you like the different national grasslands uh, back in yeah. my part of the world, but I I couldn't tell you. Uh, we we had one mountain and that was that was two buttes mountain and it was wasn't even a mountain it was a butte. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you're out you're out from where you can watch your dog run away for a week. Uh, so, well, it's uh, people uh, people come out there and like this is Colorado. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, kinda. I mean, <laughs> on paper, yes, <laughs> but yep. in, in actuality, it's either. I mean, take your pick. Oklahoma Panhandle or Nebraska or Kansas, you yeah. know, and uh, yeah, I said take your pick. So that's why that's why we all still claim Colorado. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it ain't Texas, so you're you're doing all right. <laughs> uh, I shit on I shit on Kansas pretty hard when we did that live show down there, and uh, and uh, and I got some pretty good laughs. I got only got a couple stink eyes out of it, but uh, I think that was more because of the. Uh, of the sound system than than the jokes, so uh, <laughs> I hope, anyways. Yeah, that's that's your story, and you're sticking yeah, to exactly. it. Exactly. So. so, like, uh, if anybody's wondering, it was awesome. Everybody laughed. Everybody said it was the best time ever. So, yep. uh, if you'd like to have me there for a podcast, let me, let, let me know where. Let's <laughs> uh, let's let's figure it out. I need to. I, I wanted to get out and do some more of those. Those are pretty fun. Oh yeah. Uh, 
they get a little rowdy, but they're 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 pretty fun. Um, yeah, and I I wasn't sure how it was gonna work with uh, just doing it as a comedy show and and a, without without any. I mean, Eric played some guitar at the end, but like it was it was mostly just a, a storytelling comedy show, and I think it would have really went over well if we had a better sound system. But like the the people that heard it really really enjoyed it, and the people that like we're trying to hear it thought they're like, I, I think it's funny. I don't know. I can't really hear <laughs> everybody else is laughing. So, <laughs> yeah. So it, it was, it was fun though. So, um, yeah. And if you got a, got a spot in mind somewhere near you hit me up, we'll, uh, we'll try to make it work. There's, uh, well, I haven't, I haven't been there yet, but I hear there's a pretty good little cowboy bar down here in Ogden called the outlaw. That, um, so yeah, I, that, Cause Ogden's what hour or so from Salt Lake? About that, yeah. Okay. Well, check it out. Let me know what you think. Uh, if it, if it works out, we'll try to try to get them to fly me into Salt Lake and do a show like that. There, that'd be, that'd be yeah. pretty cool. I, I know. I know. I've got some listeners around in that area. Yeah. So I just need a couple people that be uh, be willing to shoot the shit on stage, and then you know that, that it makes for a good show and i like you know if you have a couple different people up there even if they you know somebody gets a little little shy in front of crowds you can get once uh once you get to telling stories and have a few beers in you then people tend to loosen up even in front oh, of the yeah. crowd so yeah it, it works a little better when you have when you have some a couple different guys and but but you know how it is when, when a bunch of cowhands get together and uh and start telling stories we got to we got to one up the, the guy before us. So yep. the, the stories get more, uh, more, um, ridiculous as, as the, the more they get told. And, and so oh, yeah. that, that, that's what, that's what makes the bull sessions fun is it just, yeah. you, you don't know, you don't never, you never know what, what topic it's going to be that'll set off a good story. Cause you always think it's going to be a horse wreck or something and you'll get some like kind of generic horse wrecks, but, um, I don't know, but I was telling somebody the other day, like uh, the the reason cowboy stories are always so good, and it's a same reason with like a lot of military stories, because ninety eight percent of the time nothing fucking happens. <laughs> you're just yeah. out there by yourself, and everything goes whatever, and you're just there alone with your thoughts. Yep. So the only good stories you have are when shit went way wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Because that's the only excitement that ever happens. Because if, like, if you're out there doctoring and you're like, you can tell about a cool loop you threw or whatever, but it doesn't make a great story. Yeah. At the end of the day, you got your cattle doctored, and it's just like, ah, you know, another day. But like when yeah. when, sh- when shit goes wrong, you know, whether your 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 saddle breaks or or whatever, you know, like you you get you get caught and as you're going to the horn that that cow that cow stops and then like sucks up underneath your horse or something you know just yeah. it, like that's that's when the good stories happen because you're just like oh it, it, i'm not alone with my thoughts anymore like <laughs> yeah. I, i'm still yeah. alone with my thoughts but my thoughts are a lot different than they were <laughs> yeah. I, i'm not pondering conspiracy theories like i'm trying to figure out how the fuck i don't die <laughs> exactly exactly on that note so back when i was packing for the forest service uh, we had i had an old bay horse that I rode, it was a government horse. Mm. And he, he was a pretty good, a good saddle one, horse. I'm sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. He was a good one. You know, he was, it was kind of the, uh, the strawberry roan and strawberry roan was a bay. Mm. Just one of them big, fugly kind of bronchy looking. Yeah. Thoroughbred. yeah. And, but 
he, he was good to ride other than he'd throwed everybody else off a couple of times when I got him. And so I just dragged him behind a pickup for about four miles and then stepped in the saddle and started riding him. And he did good. But it's a couple of years after that, we were up in this basin and I run into this bunch of Boy Scouts and I had, had the saddle horse and I had a pack mule with the day's worth of stuff on it. And another guy with me and we rode up and we were talking to these Boy Scouts, you know, and I'm just, you know, where are you coming from? Kind of see what the trail was like and this, that, and the other. And it was a nice warm day. And, you know, it's about two o'clock in the afternoon. I wasn't, you know, nothing was going on. So I kicked my right foot out of the stirrup, looped it up around the horn and kind of relaxing and pulled out my sack of makings. I was smoking, roll your own cigarettes. I was rolling me a smoke and just got that sucker rolled and licked and stuck in my lip and just struck the match to light it. And, this horse had a thing. If the pack horse you were leading, if that rope got down, touched his hocks, he would blow. Oh yeah, he would blow hard. And so I just barely got this smoke lit, and that mule behind us drops down, take a bite of grass, and that lead rope touched that old bay horse's hocks, and he oh. would. And his first jump, he threw me off and up and onto his neck in front of the saddle horn. And I was bucked off. By all rights, I was bucked off. But the next jump, he jumped right back underneath me. And we did that for, I don't know, seven or eight bucks. He had me bucked off the entire time. I I blew my left stirrup second jump. And so every time he jumped, stirrups would come up and clap in front of my nose. But he just kept landing underneath me, so I couldn't fall off. I mean, finally got his head picked up and stopped and and the old boy that I was with looked at me and he said, my God, that's pretty good. You didn't even drop your smoke. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll have to ask Boots if he dropped his smoke when uh, when that wagon went clattering across the, <laughs> the Canadian there in Paladero. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was same type of deal. He he dropped the, the reins on that because uh, he was what they, they call it the hoodlum wagon out there. Uh, everybody's uh, bed rolls and and uh, teepees and shit get get thrown onto the hoodlum wagon, and the low man on the on the crew gets to drive the hoodlum wagon. And he said this uh, this team was a uh, was a team of ex uh, bucking horses, oh. and uh, they were broke to uh, they were broke to drive that that uh, wagon. But he said they were not gentle. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, and uh yeah he dropped the reins to roll him a bull durham and off they went <laughs> and next thing you know they said as he went uh he went charging by the the cookie uh cookie was telling him to bail so he did and, uh, and that, that wagon ended up upside down <laughs> in the canadian <laughs> where everybody's teepee and bedroll just got soaked <laughs> and, uh, and uh but i never did ask him if he if he kept the smoke but uh I'll, yeah I'll, I'll ask him on sunday if he answers when i call him on sunday i'll ask him <laughs> yeah there you go <laughs> i i got him to tell talk about some pretty good uh bronx on the uh this past weekend so uh if you're a patreon it's on there if not uh i and spotify that spotify there's a kind of cool now there's a there's a subscription service deal on, on Spotify. So all my Patreon episodes I put up there and you can see oh. it, it'll, uh, it'll show up as, as a paid deal, but, um, yeah, it's four ninety nine a month. And, and so you, and, uh, and I think like this whole video will be able to, uh, to upload, like there's, 
they're they're still working on it, but it'll it'll be like when you're watching Joe Rogan, like where you have yeah. a video there, but as soon as you lock your screen, it's still like it it, it just keeps on playing like nothing. And yep, and so it's kind of cool. It's um so anyway, there, I know there was a couple people that asked me about uh, the Patreon stuff on Spotify, and up until now, there wasn't a way to do that because it just yeah. the way the way Spotify was set up, like you couldn't like import a private uh, feed. You could just do like your main feed, and, and for whatever reason, I, I don't know the. I'm, I'm I I know just enough to kind of know why, but I don't know it, like <laughs> if, if they could fix it or whatever, but. Whatever the fuck. Now, now they're there. All the Patreon episodes will be on Spotify. So you just gotta. Yep. Um. Anyhow. So. Well, yeah. Yeah. So and all the Boots episodes. Uh. I think I'm gonna. I've got a big catalog. I've, I've uh, discovered. I've got like 400 and some episodes. So I'm just gonna keep like the last hundred as uh, as yeah. free, and then everything else. Uh. If like you want to go back, you gotta. Yeah. You can you can subscribe and then we'll have them. But so that all the boots episodes will be on there. And then, uh, yeah, it's, uh, if he answers on Sunday, we're, we're recording a little podcast. So they're, they're, they're not the, the hour long ones like we used to, but there's, you know, we can get, we can get 15, 20 minutes out of him before he gets tired. So yeah, he's, uh, what a guy that guy, that guy is, oh, yeah. he, he's, he literally is like the cowboy Forrest Gump, but like not yep. retarded. Like he's there's there's no doubt he's a smart dude, but he's just he's seen so much shit. That's I I I'd like to just have a look at half the shit he's seen. Oh man, when when he was showing me around his little apartment there at the sixes, he uh you know all the awards and stuff he'd won, and then like yeah uh, you know he was uh, he was a ranger uh you know even though he wasn't like your your stereotypical ranger but like he he got a ranger badge for for his uh you know brand inspection stuff and uh, yeah. and and actually did did some like police work and so he he had his uh, I saw his you know his uh his badge and and uh and his his uh he he had a bunch of bunch of cool guns and yeah. know, just uh I I do like that he's he's still got the dinosaur bit uh hanging oh, in his yeah. in his uh tack room so that's cool. Is he is he riding that bit or? Uh one of the younger guys is riding it. One of the younger okay. guys really liked it. But uh the horse he he had, he was in the same situation uh, I was. I really liked that bit, but none of my none of my horses uh the ones that took to it I didn't it just it was too stiff for the feedlot, you know. Yeah. It was uh <laughs> It's just a, it was a low port mouthpiece, uh, with, yep. with stiff cheeks. So, I mean, and it, it wasn't aggressive at all, but like, it would have been a, a really nice for like a, say like a three, four year old out on, uh, if, if you're outside, yep. cause it, cause it was just, uh, just enough to like start moving them into a, like a solid mouthpiece. Cause it, it wasn't, wasn't real severe. Yeah. Um. And still look really nice, but in the feedlot, it's just too stiff. I, I like. I yeah. like. A, I like a broken mouthpiece in the in the feedlot. You, you're just in their face too much. So. Yeah. Um. But um. Yeah. One of the one of the one of the hands down at the four sixes uh, riding it from the, from time to time and. Huh. Yeah. Boots got it hanging up in in his his stall. So. Yeah. Pretty cool. So yeah. Oh, made, yeah. made in Oregon. Traded for it in Nevada and uh, had to had to fly into Denver and then drive down to the sixes to give it to him. So it, yep. it's, it's seen a lot of miles. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
that <laughs> yeah it's uh you got any uh any of those old timers like that out your way where not not many left there's i, mean, I say there's not so many the on boots's level that that caught that kind of level of notoriety or fame or whatever you call it there's because well no not that he he's he sought it out he just yeah. just happened to to fall into it and um but yeah like you're part of the world i mean there there's sure enough a lot of a lot of good outfits out there but like it's it's not it's not in texas it's not you know like four sixes level type of yeah stuff. but i'm sure there's some some old hand hands out oh, yeah, there, there like that too there's some good hands around, but you know, all the old ones, you know, they're, they're pretty well gone. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these younger kids, they're not worth, and you know, I wouldn't, they ain't worth pinch pup shit. So. Yeah. I, I've noticed that about the, a lot of the younger buckaroo types. And, and I, yep. like, if you're one of those guys, I'm not probably not talking about you, but, uh, so don't get all butt hurt, but you know, it's, uh, it, it was the same back, um, you know, when I was like 25, 26 back in, in, uh, Colorado, Kansas area, you know, we had a bunch of people wanting to be Texas punchers and, you know, had a six inch, uh, six inch brim hat taco straight to the sky and, and, uh, big old, big old Mexican, uh, rowels on their spurs. And you know what, but like weren't worth, they, they just weren't worth a, a pint of cold piss when you actually had to go do work. Yep. And, and I've heard that this a lot from, from some of the older guys out here. And I think it's kind of a constant thing, yeah. but there's a lot of these young buckaroo types. They like the silver and they like the style, but they, uh, yep. they, they lack the horsemanship. And that's one thing that, the you know, like every cowboy is proud of their, their horsemanship, but like, Oh yeah. The, the buckaroo types take it to a different level. Yeah. Um, and, 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 you know, and it's all traditional and like, yeah, so there's, but I think that's just, I think that's the younger generation in general. It's always that way, you know? Yeah. Can you imagine like the first, the, like the old time vaqueros when they, the, the first time they saw a nylon rope, uh, yeah. like I'm, I'm sure they just about had a fucking heart attack, you know, <laughs> and, yeah. but, but you know, then you, you, uh, you use them a little bit and you're like, Oh, well, these things last a, bit, a little bit longer than a Riata <laughs> when yeah. you're using them hard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's one of those things that uh, eventually it becomes uh, undeniable. But like uh, that, like technology has worked, and you're just like, yeah, all right, this polyester rope works pretty good. This nylon rope works pretty good. You know, like I, there's still a lot of guys. I, I wouldn't say a lot, but there, there's some some guys that still use a Riata. And, oh yeah, and know how to use it, but like, I, I would say, damn near ten times out of ten, when you when you ride into a Brandon pin, it's going to be a nylon or a poly. Yep. Um, like, get, you might have one one or two times out of a hundred, you see a guy with a Riata. Yeah, I went went to a couple Brandons this spring, and there, there was there was one guy there with on two of those brandings that. Same guy that was roping yeah. with the Riata, and he was damn sure handy with it. Yeah, I mean, he was damn sure, and he was a younger guy. He's probably you know five years or so younger than me. Okay, but yeah, so I, it was it was kind of fun to see. I, I I've seen I think two maybe three guys uh, uh, throw a Riata at a Brandon, and one guy that that could really fucking rope. Like I've talked yeah. about him on here before. Um, um, 
uh, Jesus Alito. He like he can. He's an old Basco guy, and I'm like, man, he he just like he'll be at a you know like uh, somebody will have one. It's typically one of those ones that have been headed to the fire about four times, and and people have missed, and and so like yep. Jesus would come hauling ass from across the 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 Brandon trap. And still throw like a hip shot somehow, like I'm, and and two two feet. Like, yep. it, it was just yeah, and you're just like I don't I don't know how the fuck he does it, but yep. it, it is cool to watch. Oh yeah, well there was at one of the Brandons I went to. There was a kid. He was I don't know maybe fourteen at the oldest. I mean mm. he wasn't very old, and he had this little scoop loop that he would throw up under his horse's neck. Oh yeah. And he was just deadly with that. I mean, I, uh, I had a guy working for me uh, from Arizona. Jimmy was his name. I forget his last name. Um, tall, skinny kid um, from around the Prescott area, and uh, and he had that little deal too. Like he uh, he 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 had a short rope dallied on rubber. Yeah. Um, you know, kind of typical Arizona style. Uh, you know, big swells, low low seat. Um, yeah you know, grazer bit. And, uh, he, he had that same thing. He'd throw just like this little underhand underneath his horses. And, you know, like, and, and I tried it a couple of times and I just, I, for whatever reason, I couldn't get the timing. It just, yeah. it did. but I, I seen him. And I, I thought that was the handiest little loop. Oh yeah. That, he would just like, I, and you know, but he, he also had a, had like a, a chicken, chicken choker, uh, bit. So, you know, his horse's yeah. head was kind of high, and so he just he threw it under under his horse's neck, and I was like, huh, I might. And I, I, I was practicing uh, there for a little bit, and then I, I gave up, or I just quit. Yeah. I, I, uh, I, I need to get back to it. It's kind of like when when I, you know, roping and, and guitar is about the same level. Yeah. I can I can do both about the same level, and uh, I don't think I'd ever be real good at either one of them, but I could be pretty pretty decent. If yeah. I work, if I'd work on them both. I work on my roping more than I do my uh, guitar by a long shot. But <laughs> but he, both of them, like I could be decently handy at both if I if I'd uh, if yeah. I'd keep at it. But I haven't. Yeah, I, I taught myself guitar in high school, and then I've like plunked around on it here and there, not much. And uh, it's like if I would have kept at it, I could have been pretty dang good by now. Yeah, <laughs> that's if I'd have kept a lot of things, I'd have probably been better at it. But right, right. Yeah. I, I I like horses way too damn much. To... I I know what you mean. I know what you mean. It's uh, it's one of the, there there's uh, I've also could have made a lot more money doing a job that I absolutely fucking hated too. Yep. And uh, and I just yeah, I don't know. There there's I've been in those jobs where I've never took a job knowing I was gonna hate it. I've I've always been like pretty willing to do the job that I took and, yep. and then found out that I hated it pretty quick on a couple of different times. But, um, yeah, I've never, I've never gone into a, a deal knowing that I was going to hate it. I just, yeah. like, I, I, I'm not gonna, I, even as a young guy, I was like, mm. uh, no, I, I, I don't, I don't care how much it pays. If it, if, if it sounds yeah. like I'm, I'm going to hate it, I'm just not going to, because there, there was one time it was uh it was for Coloram, which is uh basically Colorado State University's um telemarketing service. And oh boy. so you called uh alumni and boosters 
and tried to get them to donate money to CSU. And I made it through one shift and said, yeah, I'm out. And they said, yeah. well, if you quit now, you can't get rehired back. I said, don't, don't worry. I, <laughs> yeah. I will not be uh, reapplying. Yeah. <laughs> and like, it's not, no offense to you. Thank you for the opportunity, but I am out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My, my roommate, uh, Rob was, and, uh, he, he did it for like three years and I was pretty good at it. Like he would get bonuses and shit for, uh, you know, hitting, you know, however many thousands of dollars he got people to donate. And, uh, it's like, huh. And of course he's a Jewish guy. So the, the jokes were just, uh, outstanding, you know, oh, like, yeah. <laughs> like you, uh, <laughs> it's funny. like, uh, some of the, some of the early episodes, people probably thought I didn't, uh, I, I really didn't like my buddy Rob, but I, no, he, he's one of my good buddies. Like he gave a, a speech at my wedding and, uh, <laughs> you know, and I was, I was a groomsman at his and, uh, like, no, he's he's a Jewish guy, but he's my buddy, and I love to talk shit. It just makes it con- more convenient that he's Jewish because yep. the, <laughs> yeah. just, it just opens up a whole new avenue of jokes. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and 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 uh, for his part, you know, for all the the shit like we, me and me and Rob have argued to no end. He has never once got offended about me uh, making a Jew joke, and I've never, <laughs> yeah. never once got made or got butt hurt about him making a, a redneck or or like a sheep fucker joke. You know, like it just one, it just comes with the territory. You know, like if you're yeah. gonna dish it out, you better be able to take it. And oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So for his credit, like Rob is uh, like we've argued about a lot of shit, but he like he's never got butt hurt over a joke, and uh, yeah. that's that's why that's why he's one of my good buddies still to this day. You know, oh yeah, <clears throat> I I got no time for people that they get butt hurt over what's obviously a joke. Oh yeah, <clears throat> and there there's there's a lot these days which no, oh, you're not supposed to talk about a lot of shit, but yeah. Uh, there, the bad part is like it's all the funny shit that you're not supposed yeah. to talk about. Like it's it's where all the comedy lies, and yeah. you're like, and and it's not even necessarily uh, talking down on on these like protected class, whether it be the gay or the trans. It's just pointing out the funny shit. Yep. Like like the fact that feminists are all on board for. Uh, I, I guess for a lot of feminists nowadays are, are all on board from like changing the definition of uh, or changing it from women to birthing people on, on like a like a major medical association or something like that, you know, and you're just like you're but you're a feminist like you're all yeah. for the ladies the the lady and but yet you're you're willing to just like give up the the title of woman yeah like there, it takes a very distinct set of physical characteristics to make a woman and, and now you're just like giving that up and and, yep, and, just... and, and now the dudes are dominating <laughs> and it's, <just> like, <laughs> it's so it's so funny like and, but you're not supposed you're not supposed to to joke about that because it's protected class or whatever and it's like ah, yeah. i don't know I, I bet you the people that are actually trans like the people that actually feel like they're born in the wrong body are like 
these people over here are nuts. <laughs> you know, like yeah. these purple hair weirdos. <laughs> like, yeah. They're like, hey, I might have chopped my dick off, but I've never acted like that. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and they're also like, hey, I also didn't have to tell everybody in the world that I chopped my dick off, you know, because it was yep. my deal. Like, yeah. I, uh, that's the thing. Like, if it's if it's for you, go for it. I don't I don't yep. care. I don't care. I just don't really care. Yeah, that's but, like it. But it's just amazing how like. Like Bruce Jenner turns to Caitlyn Jenner and then becomes woman of the year. Yeah. Woman of the year. <laughs> yeah. like, hmm. All right. Well, I mean, uh, <laughs> like we, we were, we were taught to, uh, you know, we're, we're the rednecks uh, of the, of the, the country. Like, but we were taught to treat women with respect Yeah, because the fact that, yeah, we could beat the shit out of them, but also, they can create life. Yep. So that's why you that's why you have to protect them because they also can't for the most part can't beat the shit out of a man. So that's Yeah. That's why you're around to protect them so that they can raise your babies and and then uh but now it's just like no, I like we don't even acknowledge women. It's yeah, <laughs> and you're <just> like <laughs> they're they're birthing people now, I mean, and we're not supposed to joke about it either. That's the that's no. the that's the part that gets me. Like the rest of it, uh, whatever, do your thing. But if I'm not allowed to point out what's funny about it, yeah. <laughs> especially when there's so much to laugh at. Yeah, there there is. I mean, it there there's a lot of laughable stuff out here. Yeah, now. yeah, it's um, it, it's a never ending deal, and it, it's funny just how many people are just like they they just like skip by, and you're just like, oh, can you imagine if some of the people like that are really really good at comedy were actually doing what they're supposed to do right now and like making making fun of all the funny shit here. Cause the, the ones that are, yeah. are fucking crushing it. Oh yeah. But there's some other ones that I'm like, man, I wish this guy would, would, would tell a joke about this. And, yep. and they're just like too scared to, cause they're afraid yeah. of the backlash. And it's like, <laughs> I, I, I think, I think it's changing, uh, slowly, but, uh, still. I hope I hope so. People are way too damn serious. You ain't you ain't gonna get out of life alive. So. I know, and I, I really I really miss when people fought over football players and not politicians. Like, yeah. Um, like say what you will about how much athletes get paid, but athletes earn their money. Like they, yeah. they if they don't perform, they don't get paid. Yeah. And uh, so like for whatever reason, like that's a far more legitimate uh, argument. As as opposed, you know, whether uh, you know Patrick Mahomes or Russell Wilson is a better quarterback, that's that's a legitimate argument. As yeah. opposed to uh, is uh, Mitch McConnell or Chuck Schumer a better politician? Well, they'll fuck both of those guys. You know, yep. like they're they're both just a, a leech on on the entire country. <laughs> but Patrick Mahomes and Russell Wilson actually like maybe they're overpaid, but at least they're doing something for their money. Yeah. Like they, they they actually have to work at that shit. Like they they have to work really hard at it. And yep. And uh, and also they, a lot of people watch them. That's why they get paid so much. Yeah. 
Like that, that's that's the big thing is people watch them. They pay to watch them. So yep. Um, but yeah, I, I get I, I miss those days when like that. Those were the arguments about about football and uh, and baseball and and uh, you know movie stars and 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 rock bands or country bands or whatever. You know, it, it's like yeah, like when people say like I, I had somebody say that Tyler Childers is not country, and I was like. He he is as country as Hank Williams Sr. Like yeah. he follows like right in that same track. He's not country compared to what's on the radio nowadays, but yeah. like he's he's about as much of a throwback to the old school country as it is. Yeah. Um but uh like I miss those arguments as opposed to like is Biden better or is Trump better? Well they're both a bunch of old yeah. clowns. It's like they're both idiots. Yeah. <laughs> like it's not even worth an argument. They both no. suck. <laughs> no, um, I I, I kind of miss the days when you know it it took six eight months to find out that something had happened. Yeah, I know. It's all like it, it's nice to know it that that it's happened, but also just like it's overwhelming how much shit the government has done. And you're like, well, why, why'd you do that? That that yeah. seems like a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> and like, oh, yeah. Don't worry. That, that was 20 years ago. We're just now telling you about it. Yeah. <laughs> what the, what, who thought it was a good idea then, you know? And you're just like, <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's way, it's way more satisfying to, uh, to talk shit about football or something like that. Oh Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I'm still of the view that, uh, like politics should be settled, uh, like UFC style. I, I'd watch. See, I'd watch you, that. You know, I, I wouldn't pay for it, but I no. would watch it. I would yep. because they're going to be some shitty fights. Let's, let's. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You'll have a couple of like the, like the the Navy SEAL guys that are now running for office, and the Green Beret guys that that are in that that will just clean house yep but like you know like if you had to have say like what, what's uh that that chick from tennessee she's a senator like marcia blackburn versus nancy pelosi it would be entertaining for about 30 seconds and then it would just like it would not be worth watching so yeah. I, would, I wouldn't pay for it but i i no. would i would Find somebody who did, and I would watch it at their place, (laughs) 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 or or, or, uh, find an illegal stream. But yeah, I would watch it, and it'd be a way better way to to uh, decide shit because then you'd have to pick your fights. Yep. (laughs) And uh, yeah, these these guys—that's one thing. Like with the whole Ukraine deal, it's like, does it suck? Yeah, it it really, really sucks for Ukraine, but also like know who's on the other side and if we go to war with them that eventually leads to nuclear war and nobody wins so like as bad as it sucks for ukraine it'll suck a lot worse for the rest of the world so let's just yep yeah it's like sorry sorry i hate hate to do it but i mean it's like when you put down a calf that you tried but yep mm, sorry buddy it ain't gonna work Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, They've done everything I can think to do, and it ain't working. So it's like, yep. That's that's how it's got to be. Sucks. I hate it. I hate every minute of it. But that's how it's got to be. Yep. 
but I don't know. I think that's one thing. Um, I've always, I've always said that kind of the parallel between the, the military world and the, and the cowboy world is like, you, you deal with death as a matter of fact way. Like you don't, yeah. you don't dwell on it because it just, it happens. It sucks. And if you dwell on it, well then, yeah, you don't get shit done. And, and then, yeah. and then you do the, the stuff you are supposed to get done. You get it done in a shitty way because your, your head's not in the game. So you just, yep. Yeah. You're like, Oh fuck. Fuck that sucks. And then, well, yep. on to the next one. Like you just gotta, you gotta keep on moving. I know a lot of those military guys are the same way, and it and it breeds a really dark sense of humor. Oh <laughs> but, yeah, but some of the funniest goddamn jokes I've ever heard in my life. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. they like. Th- those are jokes that are only available like on the Patreon level because uh, they're, they're not yes. they're not fit for the gentle public. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, here I got a I got a joke for you that that's probably fit for the non-paying customers. Perfect. We'll we'll we'll, we'll end that for for the main show. We'll end it with with a clean joke, and then we'll okay. we'll, we'll we'll delve off into some filth for the for the after show. Sounds good. So guy. <laughs> Uh, my partner told this to me today as he's riding out from from sorting cattle. He said, so his, his buddy came home the other day, walked in the house, took his boots off, and headed for the couch, and he said, honey, bring me a beer before it starts. And she goes, what? And he says, bring me a beer before it starts. And he goes in, sits down on the couch, picks up the remote, and turns on the TV, starts flipping through the channels. And she goes, what do you need? And he says, bring me a beer before it starts. So she walks to the fridge and gets him a beer and walks in, opens the beer up, you know, and goes to hand it to him. And she looks at him. She goes, is that all you're going to do all fucking night? Just sit here and watch TV and drink beer. And he goes, you're too late. (laughs) Oh shit! (laughs) (laughs) Oh fuck! And on that note, move your ass. We're burning daylight. Me drinking that moonshine